It's an evil world we live in. Why the feds trying to build a case on me? Damn. Got a lot of pussy rappers hating on me. Uh. Lil' bad bitch off IG at the St. Regis waiting on me. I don't eat pork, but got a pocket Not with the hype. The hype. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight out the trenches shining. Whoa, 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 whoa. I walk in and change the climate. Ice. It's a cold world. Make sure you keep your heat with you. Them same niggas that starved with you. Let them eat with you. Dang. The police pulled me over for nothing just because she racist. Damn, Two minutes later, it's five police cars. They got me face down on the pavement. Damn. Just cause I'm a black man in America What about it? That's what get them permission to treat us terrible Hell no They say this the land of the free That's a lie It seem like the land of bullshit to me Yeah, yeah mm. They say mm. this the land of the free uh, But it seem like the land of bullshit You fucking right uh, Dior down to the socks, yeah, 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 yeah. Mother, fuck it, fuck the cops, yeah, 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 yeah. I put big boy stones in my watch, yeah, 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 yeah. In the drop right with them chops, yeah, 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 you know what, yeah. They too smart, deep too in ambitious. Again. I, I mean, Heike like how he, he pulled a little Patrick. Up, I made rich nigga <laughs> oh, you <laughs> didn't catch that? Nah. <laughs> okay, okay. Mistake him for nasty, you know my anatomy. You know my body is voodoo, probably. Kama Sutra, Mr. Uchiwali. She hit the wall. I'm in control. I'm in her soul. Sugar daddy sometimes. No sugar coat in one line. But we talk, but she thought she could have found a new guy. That kid alright, but I'm a kryptonite, a different type. Lorenz and me alone. Love Jones, dipping on the bike. You growing into a better woman. It's whatever we thugging. New product every season. 50 ball on the budget. If it didn't occur, she for me, I'm for her. It's a little abbreviated, yes. a little abbreviated yes. set, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, we, got, we got to talk a little bit yeah. about the, the, the land, and we, we talked about that one a little bit when uh, the Dolph album came out already, but yeah. uh, as, as I saw Pat reacting because he was listening to it, like, shit's super, super, super relevant today yet again. 100, 100% <laughs> man, 100%. It's like we went around in circles, man, and we, mm-hmm. we, back, we back here again, man. Yeah, but... We'll, We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more today because it's, it's a different day. Monday, Monday is not with the ice thing. Thing. A war. A war. A war. The world generous speaking. World generous speaking. I'm here, bro. <laughs> trying, trying, trying to survive, man. Trying to survive, but we're here. I mean, there's, that's a factual ass statement. And uh, yeah, what up, Brandon? Thank, thanks for making it. I mean, it was a tough one. Brampton's yeah. finest. 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 Yeah, man, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't get out of it. You couldn't get out of this. Had to speak, but it was a really tough, really tough kind of few days. So, no, we're here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here for sure. And uh, of course, I'm here as well. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. Wish you. Usually, we would start with Patrick and ask him how how things have been going. I feel like it's a, a little bit more uh, appropriate considering what what's been going on. To ask Brandon, how how have you been considering? Yeah. Uh, it's been just maybe in the last hour and a half you decided to. Hop on the pod as you hit me up earlier, being like, I don't know, I'm, I I might need a day today, and there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, not really ever a quitter, not really someone that I ever like kind of said ask for like mental health checks or mental health breaks. But uh, given the circumstance, given the day, uh, going through you know a lot too that I think I'll talk about later. But 
Um, just it's really exhausting, man. Like having to talk to friends, talking to the to check people on what they're saying, have to to see exactly what's going on with the NBA and the boycott in light of the Jacob uh, Blake, uh, you know, sh- seven shots in the back. It, all this stuff that's happening is just resurfacing back in the George Floyd incident and, the, you know, the, the the spiral of stuff that happened after that when it comes to racial relations and anti-black racism. So it's just, it's a completely exhausting and, yeah, just, uh, it, it's everywhere. It's racism everywhere and hopefully, yeah, I can get into that later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, like, do, do you want to get a little bit into what happened to you earlier today, which made it, like, a little, a whole lot more difficult to even want to want to yeah. hop on the pod today? Yeah, like, even yesterday, too, seeing, seeing everything happen, seeing all these like people, you know, players boycott all this stuff. In light of that, waking up and like driving today in Forest Hill, a pretty uh, affluent area in Toronto. Um, you know, obviously the where where Drake and whatnot grew up. And uh, driving down the road at eight fifty eight in the morning and seeing, uh, you know, just driving really, really, just really calmly, just locked in. And what I'm doing, kind of tired, and seeing a uh, a Caucasian man in a hat. Like, in a in like weird kind of a get up, you know, had this big headphones on and glasses, you know, just one of those things, just a regular person, right? You're not really seeing too much on the street at that time, um, you know, and yeah, just like going, driving and while I'm driving past this man or about to drive past him, I see him take like his fingers, like two fingers and make the, 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 the finger gun gesture and kind of like proceed to pull the trigger, right? Um, and hmm. that, like, at first, when that happened, um, yeah, man, at first when that happened, I, I, I was, it's confusing. Confusion, like, what just Were you by happened. yourself? Yeah, yeah, I was by myself. I was by myself, wow. right? And then just, just everything, I, like, just after that happened, I'm like, what, what, what just, re- did that really just happen? Mm-hmm. And then thinking, like, everything processing, I'm like, thinking like should i go back and get on my car and actually put like a you know do you know be be heated in the moment or you know go on and remember exactly that i represent a family i represent different people i'm an educator all these things like rolling in my mind and Mm. you know i just took the high road and didn't didn't really bother um i feel like a lot of hate in this world there's all the only thing we can do right now is educate as much as we can um Mm. you know inform people exactly about our living experiences as well as what's happening to people that are marginalized in all these different areas um you know myself not really seen too much over racism but that just in general using that as an example that happened this morning to people that are questioning all this stuff going on that's 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 what's been on my mind man i hate i hate that and i i hate that like what i hate more so about the fact that it happened was my initial reaction when i read that this morning because um don't get me wrong i know it's horrible i know it's absolutely that's racism. That is just what it is. What it is. He threatened you. He threatened mm-hmm. your life. Um, and amidst everything that's going on, um, the people that we would call on to help us aren't the people that you want to even talk to, yeah. right? So when I first yeah. heard that, I didn't even. My reaction wasn't immediately like, "Holy fuck, that's so fucked up!" Like, why would anybody do that? My first reaction was, "Sounds about right, I guess." I mean, I'm not surprised. It's horrible. But like it doesn't it's it wasn't at all surprising for me to hear that one of my friends experienced something like this. No. Um, and it, it and that's what bothers me that that shouldn't be like I should not 
shrug that off. You should be, I should, you should be surprised. I shouldn't have it to should read that three times. Exactly. I shouldn't have yeah. to read that three times. Look at Patrick reacting. Look at how, how Brandon has, uh, you know, he wrote out like how he's feeling about it and then say, wow, that's really actually, that's, that's a whole lot more fucked up than I'm really, you know, giving credit yeah. for it to be like as bad of a situation as it was. Right. Right. And it, it comes down to like, sure in this too because in, in the moment whenever stuff like this happens i haven't really faced too much overt racism of course there's so many microaggressions that have happened over the years but like that happening and thinking the process and everything like obviously you, someone would want to you know force action against that person but when you realize that like what is that going to get me right and sharing yeah. that information with right. other people as well and some people that have different beliefs one not saying like yo you have to you have to use your voice as a weapon all the that's in hindsight mm-hmm. in the moment it's all reactionary. You're all yep. processing all this information. You're not going to know exactly what you're going to do in that moment. And right? freezing so, is a very, yeah. very common reaction because yeah. it's so you don't. You're, you're caught completely off guard, right? Yeah. And you know the the amount of times that we all sit there and say, "Oh, I wish somebody would." <laughs> when it happens, yep. it's not when you're expecting it to happen. You know, exactly. you're not ever sitting there waiting. Oh, finally, this person did what did that, and now I'm going to react. No, you're you're going about your business. Brandon's doing whatever the fuck he was about to do, just driving yeah. in Toronto, and all of a sudden he experiences that, and it's like, wait, 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 hold on, wait, what just happened? Did that yeah, really happen right. to me? Did let me, you know, let me double check and make sure that he meant probably what he meant to do. Like maybe I'm thinking things are yeah. a little bit weird because I'm sure yeah. you had all kind of denial in your head, and maybe there's you know all oh, kind of other reasons sure. why you're you're sitting there trying to justify. Uh, what he did. Right. But look, you know exactly. what's crazy? The fact that you say that, that like we give people the benefit of the doubt. We All try to anyways. But the issue that we're seeing is we don't get that same treatment. As black no. men and women, we are judged. We're perceived the, the, the thugs, especially as black men, we're perceived to be thugs and criminals from the jump. No right. one's given us the benefit of the doubt. But here we are given, you know, in that moment, you have that moment. Yeah, maybe he didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. But why, why are we giving people the benefit of the doubt when they don't give us the same treatment? I'm- 100%. 100%, man. And it's, 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 it's just so emotionally taxing. Like, I have so much, I have so much to say about this, about this moment and what's going on. But it, that's an example for people that are saying, yo, why are they boycotting? Like, what, to what end are they boycotting? Why are we doing this? Because every single day, we don't have the choice. We have to wake up black. Right, mm-hmm. we're waking up black. We're experiencing this on a regular basis. Yeah. This is what happens. This is our reality, right? So all like it, it's traumatic, and it, it, obviously all this stuff is traumatic. But it, it's about it's about working and just kind of like chipping at that wall, and making sure that we we build a foundation for our generation, for generations to come. All this to make sure that we we move this this uh, you know this movement, everything forward. Everything mm-hmm. has to be moved forward, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it. it... I mean, I think we, we got to like, I think especially when things at this massive scale go on, um, especially us from a Canadian perspective and things like this happen yeah. that don't make the major news headlines, but we do share these conversations amongst our friends and family and things like that. I think we got to have the conversations like we're having right now with Brandon. How are you doing? How are you feeling? So yeah. in that, in the light of that, and I mean, we don't have to get too in, in depth with it because this is a public platform, but... How are you feeling, Brandon? And uh, like, like, who were the first people that you hit, you hit up and like had a conversation with? And what was the, what were those conversations like? Like, and yeah. do you feel like you need to have like, there's there's something there's more to talk about? Is there anything you want to do about something like this? 
I, I, I was just, yeah, like it's, it's tough, man. Like it was the entire morning was entire whirlwind. It, it was like, I didn't really sleep last night that much, but even, even just waking up and that experiencing that. Cause you once again, as you said, Shaq, you don't prepare for those moments. Like that stuff happens and you just like, you all, you're in the now in your head. You're like, Oh, should I have done this? Should I have done that? Then you think about I'm in Forest Hill. Are the police going to look at me and like, look at me as the, as the person that's like the victim or I'm going to be looked at as, as the, like, like the guy that's trying to beat up somewhere. Well, I, there's no benefit of the doubt. Like what are they going to do to right. save me in that situation? Right? right. When you think about it in, in an affluent area, mostly Caucasian, all that stuff. Right. So no, the first person I told obviously was, um, you know, my, my significant other, my girl. And you know, that was a lot, you know, we, we talked about it after some time. I just like took some time, just like didn't really say much. Um, were you with her I, or I was myself, it just like a call? No, no, I, I was driving to her place, right? Oh, I was okay, driving okay, to her okay. place, so this is, like, right, close right. to her, her area, right, on Bathurst. I'm coming down Bathurst to a certain area. So I had a conversation with her. Um, then I talk, then I spoke to uh, a football group chat who where there's this one guy, who, uh, former CFL player, but he actually asked, like, why, like, to what end are we boycotting? I remember seeing that <laughs> as soon as the, the situation happened. Wow. The situation happened. I remember seeing that and thinking, and, like, in my head, I'm like, this is an example I would use in the group chat, yeah. right? So I use this as an example to kind of say like, yo, this is why we're boycotting. This is why these guys are doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, if not now, when? We're in a yeah. pandemic. If not now, when? We're going to keep letting it sweep on the rug? No, we're going to bring up all this stuff. We're going to make sure that there are legislation changes, all these policies changes. All that was going in my mind. I shared that with a group. Uh, I'm one of the minorities in that group, Right. And everyone's just saying that's messed up. You know, you don't, you didn't have to see that, you know, that's horrible. I'm really sorry, all this stuff. And then you realize like their, their entire views change as well too. Right. And it's like that guy that did that to me, doesn't know like, like where the, I come the, from. Yeah. My family. Is. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's all that matters is the color of my skin. It has no, it doesn't matter. Just like our conversation last week. It doesn't matter if you're the president of the Raptors or a custodian. It doesn't matter who you are, the color of your skin, you will be uh, judged for it. And there will be racist people yeah. Nah. I mean, uh, so how, how are you feeling now about it? You know, you've had some some hours to process. Like, where, yeah. where's your head at now? Like, I've never ever had a time where I've like had to tell people like, "Yo, I think I need like a day or like I need some time to like process what's going on and to like time off." But this is the first time it's happened, right? I've, I've really it's been a long day. But um, no, my 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 girl really you know got me through a lot of it. Had like conversations about it and. Like we're going through stuff, even in there, there's just a lot going on, but um, I'm feeling better now. I'm feeling better now. I'm now healing from it. Like I had to heal from it, you know, but still very fresh. It's still something that I like replaying in my mind. I'm like you know, all these like hundreds of times, like what I would, what would I have done? What would I do? Like it's 8.58 in the morning. Like I'm not thinking about just driving somewhere. I'm not looking for that to happen. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely just, getting through it to be honest like using our platform to speak about this to show people like this is actually what's happening in our world and it's happening to what like some degree it's happening everywhere but to some degree it can be much worse and there can be rather than him being a finger gesture it can be an actual gun being pointed at someone in shot so yeah yeah there was there was one thing you said um you know and i kind of i kind of mentioned this to you before but you know, you'd mentioned you're not a quitter when you were talking about maybe not doing the pod. And I just want to say this to you, but also to everyone listening. Like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with taking the time you need when you're going through something traumatic. You know what I mean? And 
you're not a quitter if you need to bail out of something because you need to get right mentally and just have space. There's nothing wrong with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that, and that's something that like my girl has to remind me every single day. Cause I'm, I'm stubborn that way too. I fall into that too, but I just want you to know that man, like, and for everyone listening, like legit. And you know what helps we're, we're that? living through pandemic. Like you got to take the time you need. I, I think what helps people make those decisions that they need to make for themselves to like take a day, take a moment, take some time is mm-hmm. the response of the people that they're saying, yo, I need some time. I need a moment, whether yeah, it's yeah. the employer, the manager, whoever it yeah. was. And like, or even just letting your colleagues know, like yeah. Brandon could have, he hit me up and like, I could have added more pressure on him by being like, really Brandon? Like, come on, man. Like, just come on, like pod for like a yeah. little bit, right. like, or, yeah. or even, yo, right. you, sh- you, yo, you need to share that story or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. You got to be respectful of whatever somebody's going through. And uh, it, 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 we, we were both black men, but we're yeah. not the same. And that's a, that's a big that's a big that's, that's a big part of what's going on where there's certain black voices saying trying to be the voice of everybody, too, yeah, which is not right. exactly what we want also. So, yeah, I, I appreciate that. I really appreciate like my, my boys, my brothers, honestly, I really appreciate you guys like, you know, saying, yo, take the time you need. Like both of you guys have the same reaction, you know, same response to it. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, man. For sure. I had, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. I say a couple weeks ago, it's actually months ago when, you know, the first um, stuff broke out with George Floyd and everything like that. And I actually had to go to my manager at work and be like, I, I, I can't, I can't be online today. Like Same. I can't focus on this. You know Same. what I mean? Just all that stuff going on. And luckily I had the support of my manager, but Shaq to your point, like, and this is where employers and just colleagues, they need to understand that, this is hard. You know what or I mean? Even like get you that you won't, you won't even understand. That's what you need to understand. Yeah. You might not <laughs> yeah, understand, but understand that yes. like, they might be going through something that you just cannot understand yeah. and just allow and, and back off and just support. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, and it's similar to, I think all, all of us, we have friends from different, obviously different races. We're really diverse from a diverse city and whatnot, but to some, I'm like one of the close black friends that they have. Right. So mm. I'm, like having those conversations and checking them, like this is why people are saying they fund. The yeah, you're the voice this of black people in a lot of situations. That's what we were talking yeah. about before. People don't realize yeah. that in yeah. the social circles and a lot of them that all, us three and et cetera are involved in, you're the token, yeah. or you're right. the you're the 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 credible voice yeah. of yeah. black people, and yeah. you don't know that sometimes you just don't really realize the power that you have in the way that you're reacting and you know sharing yeah. and all of that. But uh, it's it's unfort it's an unfortunate burden, but it is one that you you should be conscious of because you are affecting a whole lot more than just yep. you. Definitely not. Definitely. Um, Definitely. I think Definitely. I I want to I want to talk more. And uh, I, I don't know. We don't have to go too deep into details because it involves another friend of ours, uh, mm-hmm. Patrick. But you had a conversation with one of our friends about the whole boycotting of yeah. uh, professional sports, basketball. Where yesterday, um, the NBA, the, the teams, nobody played. Yeah. There's no basketball being played today. And, and by the time you hear this, this will, I'm talking about the uh, Milwaukee Bucks versus Orlando Magic Game 5 and then Portland Lakers. And then today it will be the Raptors Game 1 uh, of the yeah. second round that we're, we're talking. Um, so how did that conversation go, Pat? I mean, I wasn't too involved, but I, I know that it was uh, it was one of those tough conversations that needed to be had where the conversation was he was coming from a perspective of, I respect um, protesting. I stand with what you guys are talking about. 
I'm not on the opposition, but I just don't understand what they think that they're going to accomplish by boycotting professional sports. It was that, that, and then also the fact that it impacted or could potentially impact his livelihood. It was specifically and, his and livelihood. The livelihood right? Yeah. And of and other people too. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of, yeah. His colleagues and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, you know, without getting into like crazy details or whatever, but it's one of those conversations that I think I needed to happen, you know, and, and I was trying my best to not respond in a way where I, like, it's I just from anger this and guy emotion. Yeah. You need a good anger emotion. Cause like yeah. this, ultimately this is this is my boy you know what i mean so i get he's just asking because he doesn't know um but yeah the conversation was basically that like well why are they doing this this is impacting me like i need sports you know a lot of people rely on sports we just had sports shut down because of covid and now there's this and literally i just had to tell him like the things you're worried about don't matter it doesn't really not that it doesn't matter but there's people who are getting killed because of the color of their skin. People who can't get jobs because of the color of their skin. You're worried about being able to pay your bills. There's people who are worried about being alive. They don't know what's gonna happen to them when they walk down the street or whatever it is, right? So just trying to change this perspective. And it really opened my eyes to something else where it's, you know, people will ride with you. They say they support you when it's easy. But when it actually hits you and, and affects it starts them, impacting now like you and it affects you, where, where do you stand, mm-hmm. you know? And right. that's the part of allyship that I think people don't really understand or, or take in. Everyone wants to say, you know, we saw all these companies put out statements and people say, yeah, we stand with you. Well, where are you? How are you really supporting us? You know, you're going to be, if you're really with us, know that this fight's not easy. Right. You know, there will be consequences. Are you really willing to fight that? Because right. if not, then don't don't say you support. So, <laughs> you know what like, I mean? Exactly. And it's like the, the analogy. I think Amon used it last week, but I don't know who. Anyways, it's a really fun analogy, right? interesting and smart, where someone says, like, our black people are saying, yo, our house is on fire. It's a huge fire. And then there are other people that says, you know, have a little a little burn in their, in oh, their kitchen saying, yo, I come I think Martika said that. my house and so it's on fire. No, you're not supposed to go to the house that has a little, if it's like, go to the big house fire. Like, that's what we're advocating for right now, right? That's that's yeah. what's that's what's really happening. And yeah, that conversation needs to be had. Yeah, man. And, and, no, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Finish your thought. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, you know, we had, it was a good, healthy discussion. You know what I mean? It wasn't just everyone piling on or him attacking us or whatever. Um, there was a group of us and we had a, a good discussion. And I, I got the sense at the end of it, he understood he was apologetic Why? for the way that he, from, yeah, from where he exactly. was coming from too. Where he's coming from. And at the end of the day, that's how I want conversations to be. Um, and I'm glad we got to that point, but I think there were things that needed to be said, like it needed to be direct. It needed to be like in your face kind of, so you get the point, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you, you like what you were saying where it's like, yeah, the people will support you when it's convenient, but when it's about right or wrong, and then it yeah. affects you on top of that. You yeah. need to still stand on the side of right. And yeah. I think a lot of people, most people, when we're when we're talking about shit like this, it won't affect them directly. So they can they can afford to mm-hmm. choose whatever they want to choose conveniently. But when yeah. it comes to the side of right or wrong and yeah. your livelihood is in and around professional sports and, you know, things are going on. And these professional athletes, these black professional athletes who have yep. made a decision to say, you know what, regardless of this horrible uh, racial climate, we're going to go out and play. 
but we're also going to you know wear things on our jerseys there's going to be things on the court we're going to do some things aside from that um mm-hmm. they they made the decision to do that and then on top of that guess what another unarmed black man was shot right so that what does that say whatever they just did doesn't matter or it did not yeah. matter enough yeah. to to prevent something like this from happening to prevent an officer from fe- from feeling empowered enough to make a decision like that to shoot a black yeah. man seven times in his back with his kids in his car so yeah. Yeah. um i think i think it's just it, it's it's very um it's a very good thing that you said something like that where it's like you have to be ready to ride when it comes to your doorstep too because yeah. this is about right or wrong literally good yeah. versus evil this is yeah. not black versus white this yeah. is not black versus everybody (laughs) this is right and wrong and it just so happens to be the actual issue is black lives being taken for no reason yeah right and and one one thing we said too is that like people don't boycott or protest because it's convenient there would be no point in that that's you know what i mean you do these Mm -hmm. things because you want to cause an uproar because it's inconvenient to some folks. You know what I mean? You're not doing this because it's right. polite. Like, no, <laughs> you're doing this to cause disruption because that's the only way, unfortunately, people pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to cause disruption and you have to hit people's wallets. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. money talked at the end of the day. So I, I'm, I'm glad the players decided to uh, to boycott. Um, and I'm glad that we're seeing this throughout sports in North America. Um, and I, and I really hope that this sparks some change and, and will really be that catalyst because we thought it was going to happen a few months ago. Um, and here we are again. So I'm just really hoping that this is, this is it. Yeah. Same. And, and to be honest, like onto your point as well too, like it was a great conversation, but once again, with this overarching goal, like the unaffected have to be as outraged as the effective for a change to actually happen, right? Yeah. It's like, for instance, you take cancer. We're all affected by cancer in some capacity. We all care for that. Breast Cancer Awareness Day, all, all that stuff, we're all, we're all affected by that. Mm-hmm. We have to have that same energy to what's happening with our situation, with Black Lives Matter, with, with, you know, of course, police brutality towards Blacks. All that needs to happen. And that, that's, that's just the start of it, to be honest with you, right? And there needs to be different changes, like, we've done this we've gone we've had conversations with people that have that are confused all this stuff but like we're emotionally being drained doing that right it's got to come down to like yo we're doing that but where where can we actually make real action like right. the first thing we started didn't didn't work how do we make a real action how do we get in touch with you know different people in legislation change these racist laws in order for some stuff to trickle down and and, and be different later on right like that that's all that has to, that's all that has to happen. We have to make change right now, or else we're going to be doing the same cycle. And uh, but once again, we have to do this. Like the boycotting had to be done. Yeah. When people say, "Oh, what's the point of you boycotting? It's not going to do anything." And yeah, we like stuff happening. We still marched on. We still kept doing it because we're never going to let someone else say, "Don't do something that we believe in." We're going to do what's right. Yeah, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if- now. It's friends for later. Yeah. If we if we don't do anything. What's going to happen? Right. You know, like we're not even we're not talking about changing things tomorrow. And I think everybody's yeah. aligned and understands that, like, nothing's going to get night and day better tomorrow. Things yes. are going to be way better next year. Things right. aren't even going to be insanely amazing in two years. But the thing is, is that like you start making these changes today 
We yep. we talk about it enough that people are going to have no f- choice but to listen. The yeah. NBA stops. Everybody has to listen. The owners have to make decisions because I know that's another thing that a lot of these players are looking to, to yep. happen, uh, especially the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, so we, we can affect what we can affect. Uh, un- like pro sports, I get it. We all love it. Things are hard during this pandemic. We need a distraction. We're looking for it. But if there's a lot of um, vocal uh, black athletes that have a voice and a platform that could say, you know what, instead of letting people uh, enjoy pro sports, especially a lot of those that enjoy pro sports and don't really fuck with you, mm-hmm. as in black men, black mm-hmm. people, no, 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 you're not getting that, sir. You know, that's, yeah. this is, that's where I can take my power and say, yeah. you know what, we're not going to do anything right now and yeah. we won't do anything until things change. Yeah. And everybody has their own role. And that's where I feel like let's let's start opening it up. I mean, we're going to have more conversations offline with within ourselves. But what do you think that us as not what the hype can do uh, us as media people can do to start, you know, being drivers of change? And I think maybe um, the, the Fred Van Fleet interview where he flipped it on the reporter might be a good place to start. Yeah. Legit, legit. I was I was going to say, like, I think we need to hear more from the white athletes and media. And this is something that I threw into our chat, our group chat yesterday, when I said, you know, what are these media companies really doing? Because they bring on the same black reporters, and I love them, powered to them. They bring on the same black athletes. Why don't you go ask Sidney Crosby what the NHL is going to yeah, do about this. Exactly. You know what I mean? Why don't you go mm-hmm. talk to, why don't you have a panel of your of your analysts who cover these sports and discuss how you're going to cover it differently, how you're going to actually make change, how are you going to inform the public about what's happening? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good place to start because right now, as much as I love hearing for, from our brothers, our black brothers and sisters, I, I need to hear from the so-called allies because I want to know what are they really going to do to support mm-hmm. us right now? Right. I think when you ask like, what can we do as not with the hype? Like we can continue the the push, like, you know, obviously use our platform for good with spreading this message and continue to like knock down the wall and keep, keep fighting for racial injustice, fighting for anti-black racism, um, you know, and, you know, petitions, different things that we can actually get in contact. This is how we get in contact with this person. Whatever it may be, bringing on professionals that can talk about this too. So it's not just our voices. We're hearing from people that are, you know, actually probably in, the, in there doing the work just like us, but probably to a different degree. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's different things we can do. But yeah, like to, to Patrick's point, like there's some leagues that are totally for it. And there's some leagues that have minorities that play in it, in it and they're not as supportive. And everything yeah. they're doing right now is performative. So we say the NHL, for instance, Sidney Crosby, all these people, why are we not hearing from these guys? We hear, we, we, I, we can see them. They, they say, oh, it's unfortunate. Like when, when Fred Van Lee flipped it on the reporter, he's like, it's unfortunate. Like, yeah, it's unfortunate, but are you outraged about it? Like, are, what are you doing to help us? How are you showing that you're actually in this fight with us? Word. How can you push it? Because it's, it's, once again, the unaffected have to be as outraged as the affected. Man. Yeah, here's a question, 100%. though. Have you guys ever been surprised when there's been a microphone in any professional NBA player's face when asked about what they felt about the about Black Lives Matter and uh, 
and uh, anti-black racism. Have you been shocked by any of their responses? No. No. Because you expect them all to be like, well, I'm black, and it affects me and my family, so it's fucked up. Or I'm white, but these are my black brothers. I'm one out of 12 guys on his roster, and these are my (laughs) brothers. Obviously, I'm riding. Have you? Yeah, there's no way that you can be surprised by any of these answers. So, is there really a point to asking Fred, "How do you feel?" Yeah. Do you think yeah. that there's a point? I, I think <laughs> I think a lot of reporters got to stop asking players how they're feeling. Like they're feeling deflated. You know, they're they're feeling like stop asking these players exactly. They're also how they're isolated feeling. and all that too. Like there's a yeah, whole lot going on. I mean, we we joked about Paul George's struggles, but like yeah. that guy was said, said he was going through it just being He's isolated. Depressed. So then you mm-hmm. throw isolation on top mm-hmm. of uh, anti-black racism, on top mm-hmm. of another police shooting, mm-hmm. and like, what 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 do you really expect? Yeah, yeah, man. frustration, man. It's crazy. The one thing that like triggered me, and I don't want to pick on the no. You know what? I will pick on the NHL. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, why not? <laughs> Is the fact that, like, you know, they talk about having this alliance. They they created a diversity alliance. And what did they do when yesterday happened? You know, when the boycotts happened? They had a moment of reflection. What the hell is a moment of reflection? So, wait, 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 hold on. Tell me about, so did they have games yesterday? They yes. still played yesterday. They played yesterday. Okay. And they were planning on playing today until their hand was forced when other leagues, you know, postponed or the canceled NBA. their games <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and and it's like what are you guys really doing you put up you had one guy uh you know they started off kneeling and, and raising their fist that faded mm-hmm. um they put up a, a sign uh, on the jumbotron about end racism yeah, cool but what? Well, what, what are you guys really doing and that's, you know that's what, what i, mean? I fucking like, hate about that that league because like you can tell that they're absolutely pandering and towing the line yeah. about uh, between what's right and yeah. who what the interests are of their majority and that means that if they saw black lives matter written across that ice some people would be up in arms i'm not saying the majority of hockey fans would be For but sure. i'm saying the, the noise would be loud enough mm-hmm. right and I think especially in Canada too, like the hockey culture is so far behind where it needs to be right now, right? Like not only playing it, but like just seeing how it is and my brother being in AAA growing up, like it's so, there's so much racism and just like, just it, there's so much in it that it's, it's nuts. Like it's so far behind you hear so many stories, but why are we the NHL PA, the ones that have to force the NHL's hand and people are saying NHL did it. No, it was the players that did it. It was not the actual organization. It, was, it wasn't them at all. Of course, it's always Why the players. Why are they the have the burden? Sorry. They shouldn't have the burden to, yeah. to talk about it. They shouldn't. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. It, it, goes, it goes to tokenism. You know what I mean? They picked the, the one, or not the one, but the handful of black uh, athletes in that sport to represent and speak for everyone. Just the one or yeah. two. Evander Kane, you know, was out there and, and a couple others. Where, where's, the, where's the stars? Where's the rest of, where are the owners? Where's the management? Where are the rest of the big names that run these sports um, and, and, taking a stand? Yeah, and like your brother Shaq obviously brought up the NFL and the NFL and NHL being like kind of like a slavery kind of mentality because you don't hear from these, these owners, right? Facts. And, and, you know, NFL is definitely 
there's so much wrong with that because you can talk about the players' contracts not being guaranteed and how they have to play. And like, if they don't, they just get cut and then they're, that's their livelihood. They're not as, you know, fortunate as NBA players. When you get into like the NHL, it's such a good point. Why have we not heard from any owners? Like, why haven't any owners come up and said like, yo, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to push this. Rather than, it's all performative. It's all yeah. optics. Yep. Like, everything is optics, right? And that's that's what you, you don't want to show in this up. Uh, Oh no, and, and, and I, I don't even really want I don't even want it if you just want to do it for optics sake. Like yeah, yeah. I That's it. I do advertising and I mean you can dig into the other episodes to figure out who who the brand is that I do the shit for, but uh when any of this shit has been going on internally, externally, I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything mentioned at all. Uh I, like down to the fact that I didn't see nothing mentioned, all of a sudden, wait, hold on. It's Pride Month. Let's throw something in the social calendar for Pride Month. Mm-hmm. And then just go back to, oh, wait, we're back. Um, we're no longer on quarantine, and here we go again. No mention of nothing. And mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if your target audience is not black people, you know, necessarily. Yeah. But again, this is right versus fucking wrong. That's it. And it's just it, it. it just rubs me the wrong way and, like, you know gives me more fuel to not feeling like you know I should be a part of this or if I if I'm in the in in the in a better situation or uh feeling more um driven to do so be more disruptive I don't know I I'm I'm caught between the two do I just mm-hmm. not do shit and leave or do I mm-hmm. say yo you guys are fucked up but I mean, this is this is just me in my situation. Yeah. I know there's so yeah. many other people in other worse scenarios. I'm very sure. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. We see, we hear the lip service. Yeah, but it's enough of that, man. It's about all right. Let's take some action. Like, what action is going to happen? Yeah. Because I will say, I don't know if you guys caught this, but August 26, 2016. So a year. And a day from when we're recording this, mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick sat for the first time during the national anthem he in the NFL. No, it, he sat first. He sat before you. Oh yeah, he sat on the on the bench, right? He sat on the bench yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. 2016, and here we are, 2020, and we're still dealing with this. And people still get upset about kneeling or sitting for an anthem. They still think it's about the military. It's about an anthem. When, where's the change gonna happen? And like it's when been I was when I was going back to like some of those clips of uh, Donald Trump talking about it and saying, "Don't you wish that the owners could say, get that son of a bitch out of there?" Like the racist rhetoric has been just being said from four years ago. It's just it only so happens to be the topic of conversation every fucking day today. Uh, right, and, and going back to what you said, Shaq, about like should I do this or do that, like you're represented by that company like you're in that company like you like it needs to be brought up like hey i don't feel like i'm being represented in a certain way or i don't, I don't feel like like what you're doing is doing a disservice to the people that are working for you and there has to be some sort of representation because if you're not if you're not for me like it's it's it pretty much means that you're all you're yeah. for you're you don't care you don't care right so yeah like it's it's it's, it's a weird situation that i'm in because um I'm not necessarily the loudest voice in the room, if you guys know what I mean. So, like, yeah, yeah. Um, on a typical day, Shaq's not making, like, he's not calling plays, right? Right. So, right. if if I'm going to do this, or at least raise a flag, I want to yeah. make sure that I can 
um, do it in a way that is going to actually cause some kind of change and not be like, oh, well, Shaq, we did this, or like, you know, they're just going to talk to me yeah. and that, that's going to be the end of it. Because, oh, well, no. we're, we're a global account, so we got to do what, uh, yeah. you know, uh, what, what HQ's <laughs> doing, and then we just kind of take what they're doing and then just repurpose it for this market. Like, yeah, no. I, I, so I just want to make sure that even if I don't, like, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, I decide to leave. Um, I want to make sure that when I'm out, my voice and my 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 frustrations have been heard mm. by the by the client because I I don't work at the I don't work at this yeah. brand, but like yeah. I want to make sure that that's 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 shared because I don't I hate the feeling of just nodding and moving on like how we we've been yeah. accustomed to do to doing mm-hmm. so for years where it's like. Uh, you're, you know, an acquaintance or somebody makes a racist joke and you like, hey, 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 laugh and then allow it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not trying to do that no more in anything mm-hmm. I do no. at all. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's just another area that I'm trying to navigate what to do. But I mean, between the three of us, I know with the Not With The Hype podcast and uh, what we're doing professionally, we're I feel like we're all back at the drawing board. Yeah, we are, man. We are. It's where do we go from here? Like, you know, yeah. It, it's yeah where do we go from here but uh yeah. like in, in education like i it's the same thing's kind of happening there's there's more we're obviously getting because we deal with kids from all the different backgrounds but a large majority are black kids and you know we, we see all of these stuff you know this session and this session and this is what we're going to push forward and it's gonna, no we, we have to be accountable and it has to start from young in order for our generations to know because mm-hmm. i know the kids are going to be more woke growing up because all this stuff that's happening right now right so we have to keep pushing that so where do we go from here i i feel like we gotta be a little bit more focused on our allies um and i think the last time around and by last time around i mean a couple (laughs) months ago if you asked me i I said education is first like what you're saying and educating people making sure they got the the proper tools Mm -hmm. and, and, and knowledge to know to make the right informed decisions i think now it's about you know, having conversations, identifying allies, mm. and then grouping them together, and let's just make sure that everybody's on our side. And then we can start, you know, depending on what each person's thing is, mm. whether it's your creative, whether you got money, whether mm. you have a platform, mm. all these things. We got to pull them together to the right side, and then we can start really changing the narrative on a lot of things. I did yeah. a documentary how many years ago, and I, I and it, it basically was telling you that, yo, if you show us in a certain light over and over and over and over again, yeah. people are going to look at you in real life and be like, oh, look at this black dude with some gold teeth. He definitely sells drugs. <laughs> I'll walk on the other side of the street. And that's mm-hmm. how you're going to treat people in real life. Mm-hmm. So I think from that's just from a media perspective, but I think you start pulling together allies that can affect change in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. That needs to be the, the step one. Fuck the education. That might be step two now. You yeah. educate your allies, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think you. Yeah, you gotta. You definitely gotta have the education piece. But I do hear you. I think it, it's definitely time for there to be action. And there's there's time. To, we gotta come up with a game plan. And yeah. when I say we, it's not. It's not just black people. Like this That's is my this thing. is my biggest that pet peeve. Not yes. just my yes. people. Yes. Like when I say we, it's all of us as society, right? Because as you said, Shaq, this is right or wrong. This is not this black white issue. This is 
we're, we're talking about equality. We're talking about basic human rights, basic equality, same standard of living that everyone else has. Mm-hmm. That's not, that should be an issue. You That's know what, what we're I mean? asking for. Is. We're just asking That's for shit to be fair. Right? We're not asking for... <laughs> Don't tip the scales or anything different. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're not asking for level up. Like, so this is where it, it needs to be all parties coming together to come up with a solution. And not just one solution, but a group of solutions. Because it, it's going to be a lot. There's lo- this, We're talking about systemic issues that mm-hmm. will take time to change, but need to change across all areas of life. Yeah. 100% man it's, it's and I, I don't really I think it does start with education I think it starts like that's how we that's the ground groundwork right we do start with education we start by informing people like hey this is what it is this is where it starts this is where it comes to it's not our job to keep doing it that means it has to be more people and I've started to see more allies since the George Floyd incident yeah. speak out against mm. all these injustices that you know black people uh, black indigenous people of color are going through right uh, so I think, yeah, it doesn't, it, the, the action needs to be taken from everyone. Force pressure on government, force pressure on legislature so that we can change these racist you know, laws that we may have when it comes to like, why do we have 40% of, of people in, in jail right now being black, right? When we only represent a certain like probably 22% of the, of the population. Why is, that, that, like, yeah. why is that still a deal right now, right? Have different people going to, you know, if there's different crises going on, have people that are trained in mental health work to come back in and, you know, start that stuff and keep handle that de-escalate situations. That's where it comes down to. It comes from the top, like honestly, top and trickle down. Like it, we need to force those things, those be anti-colonialist in the sense where we're breaking down all those traditions, all those norms that we had in the past and make it more uh, inclusive for all, for us and for, for all. Definitely, man. And like, honestly, it's gotta be those who are privileged who are in a bubble and I use mm-hmm. that, <laughs> I use that term in both senses mm-hmm. to, to be aware of what's happening around them. Because I feel like a lot, a lot of what's happening is people are not really aware. They're isolated. It doesn't affect them. So they don't, they don't see it. Well, guess what? You need to see it. <laughs> you know, whether you got to get hit over the head with a rock to see it, you got to see what's happening around you and step up and take some action because enough's enough. Enough is enough, man. Fair, fair, and I, I agree. And I feel like, I mean, with this pod, uh, I wanted it to be very succinct. We talked about, do we pod at all? What do we talk about? Do we talk about headlines? Do we talk about other stuff? Because by the time, like we said, this is out on the Monday that you're hearing this, uh, things might change where it's now palatable to listen to other things, funny shit or whatever again. But like, fuck that. Regardless of yeah. that, if that's what's going on, you guys need to hear this shit. Um, this is just us doing our part and a part of our part. Like we, we're still saying like after this, we got to go to the drawing board and see what we're going to do yeah. um, together yeah. on our own. But like, this is something way bigger um, than just entertaining you guys at this point. And I know that's what our typical purpose wa- is, yeah. you know, to take you away from whatever bullshit might be, you know, stressing you out on your day to day or whatever. But like enough is enough. Like you guys have been saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Pat, you give me the world generous speaking. Yes. So Patrick Dennis Jr. on Instagram, Twitter. Um, check me out. And then my boy, Brampton. Brampton's finest! Finest! on Twitter. Once again, we cannot sweep anything under the rug anymore. We're gonna lift up, you know, make sure we deal with all of the stuff. Enough is enough.
Facts. Shop like Shaq. You waste you. See you guys next week. And yeah, guys, let's let's figure this shit out together. Cops give a damn about a knee, bro. Pull a trigger, kill a nigga, he's a heat, bro. Get it back to the kids who the hell care. One less hungry mouth on the welfare. First ship him, don't let him deal with brothers. Give him guns, step back, watch him kill each other. It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said. Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead. I got love for my brothers, but we can never go nowhere unless we share with each other. We gotta start making changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. And that's how it's supposed to be. I can never take a brother if he's close to me. Uh. I let it go back to when we played as kids, but then it changed. That's the way it is. Come on. Come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. Hear me. Oh, come on. Come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. Never be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. I see no changes. All I see is racist faces. Misplaced hate makes disgrace to racist. We under. I wonder what it takes to make this. One better place. Let's erase the waste. Take the evil out the people. They'll be acting right. Cause both black and white. And smoke a crack tonight. And the only time we chill is when we kill each other. It takes guilt to be real time to heal each other. And if it seems ever sick, we ain't ready. A black president. Uh, it ain't a secret, don't conceal the fact. The penitentiary's packed and it's filled with blacks. But some things will never change. Try to show another way, but it's staying in the dope game. Now tell me what's a mother to do. Being real, don't appeal to the brother in you. You gotta operate the easy way. I made a G today. But you made it in a sleazy way. Selling crack to the kids. I gotta get paid.